Generally Speaking About the Church, podcast episode number 32. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Generally Speaking About the Church. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And this is DG Holmes. And we are here to discuss, we don't know what we're going to discuss, but uh, <laughs> sit tight, we're going to talk about God. That's right. Wow, DG, it's been so long since we sat behind these microphones to talk with each other last week. It's been yeah, it's been a week for the listeners. It's been a week for the listeners. But anyway, uh, continuing on our discussion, I, I'm enjoying this, man. I'm so Definitely. thankful to God that He has brought us together, and and it's it's I don't know about you, but it's like you know there are some divine encounters you know that you just sense right off the bat. It's like. God needed us to meet each other at this portion, at this place in our life, yeah. for a specific pers- purpose, and you just know, yeah, definitely. And this is one of those things for me, and I was like, wow, this is so cool. We went out <laughs> to lunch the other day. It was the first time we ever actually sat down and talked. We talked all podcasting stuff like that, but I mean, you could just tell it's like, you know, I'm going to ask him about this podcast because. I really want to do about the church. I want to really get out there and just have real honest discussion about Christianity, about living a life of faith and and just, you know, not to not to be preachy teachy, but just to yeah. just let people know what's going on even in the mind of a Christian. Oh yeah, definitely. So, yeah. um have no we have no agenda. We have no Bible in front of us even. We have we have we have some technology, but we're not going to use it. We're just going to share from our hearts what's going on. And so, um Let's, t- oh goodness. So in the last episode, we talked about the fact that you've always grown up in church. Mm-hmm. I had, and then of course, you've always been a part of the United Methodist movement, our, our church. Tribe, and, whatever you call exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> I prefer tribe. I, I've been all around the denominational uh, background and, and, you know, I've been on the Bible belt and, and on the Bible suspenders and everywhere else <laughs> you could be around the Bible. Bible bubble. <laughs> the Bible bubble. And Pick your alliteration with Bible as the first word. Exactly. So uh, let's. I, I've got a controversial topic. Let's just throw a controversial topic. Now, sure. the the King James Bible is. Are it you the, talking about the hair, like man hair, like lots and lots of man hair on your body? No. Why is that like a big controversial topic now? No, I just thought I'd throw it out. Okay, good. <laughs> I was going to say, am I going to have to I, go I shave have that? <laughs> am I going to have to go shave my hind end again? Again? I'm just kidding. Oh, we're not going there. Sorry. We're not going there. All right, throw out some controversy. Controversial stuff here, okay? I have an NIV Bible. Should I burn in hell? (laughs) Are you asking the listeners or me? I'm asking you. (laughs) Well, not only that, but I also have a New Living Translation. Oh. Um, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. And uh What about a message? Do you have the message? I, I have a message Bible around here somewhere from Eugene Patterson. Yeah. 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 I mean, obviously the King James version was good enough for the apostles, and so it should be good <laughs> enough for me, right? <laughs> yeah, cuz it was around back then. Yeah, exactly. exactly yeah. So, have you ever heard that argument? Do you have a Greek New Testament or a Hebrew? No, I don't. Oh, I, okay. Dude, I'm to- I'm totally so just <laughs> borderline christian it's 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 not funny <laughs> i was just i'm giving you a hard time i know no i don't think that, that <laughs> have you heard that argument yes well you know um a lot of um uh well not, um uh, latter day saints okay the only one they will accept is king james period. right uh, and there's a lot of pentecostals that would say 
Oh, yeah. King James, period. Only King James at all. Yeah. Um, I do think that King James is a very beautiful translation. It's not, it's not a, if yeah. you're into Shakespearean literature, yeah. you really like King well, James. Well, and I, I, I respect it. I mean, they really did try to say, okay, hey, Psalms are are meant to be art. They really are meant to be beautiful. Yeah. And they worked on, worked hard on making them beautiful. And so it does kind of roll off the tongue on some cases, in some cases, and and stuff like that. But no, I do not think that one single translation is the end all be all uh, at all in my mind. What the one thing that I don't understand about the King James only crowd, and 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 I apologize if this steps on anybody's toes, but you know, we, again, this is not us preaching or teaching our theology and, and asking you to accept it. We're sharing our thoughts, our feelings, our opinions. Sure, and we're gonna get we're gonna get our toes stepped on too by people who call in and listen. Hopefully, I, yeah. mean, I got big toes. Bring it on, you know. Bring I would love to be able to have discussions with people. That's the reason we're doing this. Exactly. So so here's the situation. Um, you know, the the one thing I don't understand about the King's King James only crowd because I went to the bookstore one day. I was in the family bookstore, which I don't do anymore because now I have a sponsor, Mardell dot com, M A R D E L dot com, mm-hmm. for the Family from the Heart podcast. And any of our listeners who ever purchase a Bible or a book, a Christian book or CD or music, anything over at Mardell dot com, if they enter GSPN. Into the shopping cart, they get 10% off their entire oh, order, okay. and we get recognized as leading them to Mardell, right. which means that they might re-up their contract at the end of the six months. So, exactly, so. if you want to help support, you could do it that way. Anyway, uh, but I, I, was at the, I was at one of these retail bookstores one day, uh, Christian bookstores, and I remember seeing <laughs> this one lady. She's looking at buying a Bible. She was really wanting to get a Bible. She had a free Bible that a church had given her. But she was looking for a study Bible. She really wanted to get in. And, and and you could just tell that she needed something that was a little bit more of the, you know, just normal today language that she could easily understand. Sure. Because I, I was having that conversation. And I pointed her towards an NIV Bible. And this guy came out of nowhere <laughs> and says, no, 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 no. You do not want that Bible. You need a King James Bible. And proceeded to tell this lady why oh, wow. the King James Version was the superior version and you should not use anything else. And went on and on wow. and on. And I tried to just give us a, a, a different balanced approach to this. Sure, sure. And, and this person basically butted me out and says, I'm sorry. Uh, and what gives you the credentials to tell this lady? And I'm like. What? Are you kidding me? Are you really serious? And I didn't feel like arguing, and I just, you know, I, 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 I kind of just struggled in my you didn't heart. Feel for like a arguing, you just felt like punching. I did. <laughs> I, I literally did. But I, I kind of said, God, you know what? Is this a fight that I need to fight? And and I just didn't feel in my spirit that I needed to just. Because I didn't want, I mean, the one thing I didn't want to have is me as a Christian fighting with another Christian with somebody I don't know whether or not she's a Christian. Sure, exactly. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. I, so I was like, you they know. They will what? know we are Christians by our love, and this guy's saying, get the heaven out of here. Exactly. You know? yeah. So I decided that regardless <laughs> of what Bible version she gets, she's getting a study Bible, at least the description of, and the, uh, the, the, footnotes describing what the verse means coming from a study Bible. Even if she doesn't understand the text above, she'll be able to get the description below right. and, and she's going to be okay. So I didn't argue it out, but I've ran into so many of those people. Okay. And what I don't understand about the King James only crowd is like, if you ask, cause King James only is, is only available in the English and in, in the English 
language, right? Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, because even if someone tried to translate the King James into a Spanish, it still wouldn't. It be wouldn't be the King, King James, James version. It would be a translation. Yeah. Exactly. And so, and of course, if you're going to transfer translate something into Spanish, it wouldn't be a wise idea to take the King James version and translate it into Spanish. You'd want to go to the Greek and Hebrew, exactly. and translate into Spanish. Which the, were the original languages? Exactly. Greek New Testament, Hebrew Old Testament. Yeah. So, so for the King James only crowd, the thing that doesn't make sense to me. Is that it, what if I don't speak English? Yeah. What Bible should I read? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like hello. I mean, come yeah. on. I mean, we'll show. Well, you should read this authorized translation from the Bible Society for the Spanish language. Blah blah. But what? And if there's I still don't, seven of them. What if I don't <laughs> speak whatever century language that King James spoke in? I mean, right. I speak in modern day English today, and right. I'm sorry, my 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 mom. I love my mom. But she, she's totally lightened up. I think she even has an NIV Bible in her home now. <gasps> yes, yes. But uh, I think it's because I, when I used to preach all the time on Sunday morning, she used to come to my church just to hear me preach from time to time. Oh, yeah. And she would always want to be able to follow along, and I was always <laughs> preaching from the, God forbid, the, the NIV Bible. But anyway, <laughs> but I, so I would preach from the NIV Bible, and I think that that's what ultimately got her to go out and get one. But uh, I remember her giving me, why do you preach from that, that version? Why don't you preach from the King James Version? Because it, it is the most accurate, is what she would say. Right, which is a load of feces. Exactly. In fact, there are, but we're not going to go there. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, I said. You got to hold me back, Cliff. Hold me back. Hold me back, baby. Come on now. So, so I said, Mom, let me ask you this. Uh, my little brother, his name's PJ, Okay. I said, what would you... He has initials too? He does. That's that's, the reason you love me. See, that's what it is. I was like, (laughs) you know, PJ, PJ, okay. So anyway, uh, here's the situation. My mom says, why do you do this? And I said, but mom, I understand this. You know, I I go into the King James. She goes, it doesn't matter. It's it's God's word. You should be able to go and and try to figure it out. I said, mom, let me ask you something. What would you do if PJ came in one day and exhorted you? She goes, I'd probably slap him upside the face. <laughs> and I said, well, what, wait, wait, wait. what do you mean by exhorted you? Exhort you. The, like, what do you mean by that? Exhort. The, 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 I don't know. <laughs> I, if I open up Hebrews uh, 3, 9 through 12, it says, see to it, brothers, uh, that, you, that none of you has a sin, sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God, but exhort one another daily. Okay, Which, so it's like a good thing. Exactly. Okay, okay thank so, you. I didn't know if he was like giving him a tongue lashing that, that, and she would that, slap him. Well, that's what I'm saying. I said, Mom, what would you do if PJ came in, in from school one day and he just exhorted you? And she said, I'd probably slap him. And so right. I said, there's an example of why okay, it's good. okay to have a modern translation. Because in the King James, see to it, brothers, that none of you have a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. But in it, it, but exhort one another daily. Right. And in, the, and in the NIV, it says, but encourage one another daily. Right. So if I would have asked my mom, what would you do if PJ came in out of, out of the blue, just out of the blue, came in from school and encouraged you? <laughs> That's right. Would you backslap him then? <laughs> I said, it's the same thing, Mom. The only thing is, is the first time I told you in the King James Version. Right, right, right. And so now you're... And so I'm just like, but Mom, don't you understand? I mean, you're reading a Bible, and she doesn't even have, she doesn't even have the study Bible. Right, right, She just right. has she's a just, King James Version, and sure. she's like, I'm just going to read it, and I don't understand it, but I just read it because that's, that's what, what you're I'm supposed, supposed to, to do. do. Yeah. That's exactly it. That's, so that's, it's, it's, I think, it, I honestly think, so. in, in some cases, it's a generational issue. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, but in other cases, it's definitely... A theological issue, yeah, and you know, and you know, my I don't know. My frustration is, you know, listen, this is a translation. 
they all went to the Greek, or, or they tried, if it's a translation, not a paraphrase like the message, but if, if they go to the Greek and the Hebrew and they actually do the best they can to translate it, and it's not just one dude translating, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a group of people that are doing the best they can to be able to translate what's going on here. And, and, and that, that provides for multiple understandings. And that's the other thing, too, that everything that calls itself a translation includes a commentary. Mm-hmm. So no matter who you are, if you have it in your brain that it's supposed to say this, then you will say it <laughs> that way. And in the Greek, it could go three different ways, right? Uh, just like you know, just like in the English, we have several words that mean multiple meanings, but it's the same word. Mm-hmm. Well, the same thing's true of the Greek and the Hebrew and things like that too. And so, the other thing you have to realize is every single translation is still a commentary, and so we have got to be able to. And that's why I actually in in the waters, the church that that I'm planting, we I actually encourage them to bring multiple different translations. So, so we can hear the differences that are going on between those and say, I wonder which way it could have been taken. I wonder why they said it this way. I wonder why they said it that way. And that allows for better discussion, too. And I think it's just a healthy way of reading the Bible, to be honest with you, in community, number one, but with multiple different, multiple different translations. So. Awesome. Well, I, I think we already have a title for this episode, number 32, which will be, you know, Bible translations. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. so let's continue on our discussion of this topic. So uh, w- there, there are a bunch of translations out there. We're, we're, one of the things you talked about is, is bringing in a, you know, multiple translations maybe to set them side by side. Uh, one of the things that I was very in, eager to or one, excited to learn about uh, when I started doing ministry, when I actually got involved in ministry, uh, was that I found a parallel Bible. Yeah. And, and if, if folks are listening to this and you're not aware of this, there there are these things. They're called parallel Bibles. They're thick as all get out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But you, and, and usually hardback is the best way to go on these because you, you need something hard to hold all this stuff together. <laughs> but you open it up, and in the middle, what you have are usually four columns. I, it may be different depending on what you get these days, but there are usually four columns. Two on the left side of the page and two on the right side of the page. And what you have are typically four different versions of the Bible. Now, you can get parallels with all kinds of mix and matches. Sure. Oh, yeah. um, and, and But I remember I, I had – I think I have one up on my shelf somewhere that is KJV, NIV, NASB, which is the uh, New American Standard Version. Mm-hmm. And I think it was the Living Bible. Okay. Which is a totally paraphrased Bible. Right. So, so, and it was nice to have all four of those together to re sit there and read through that. So, so here's, here's the thing. Let's talk about some translations. And, and of course, I'm ignorant of some of these, but King James translation been around for a very long time, obviously. Yes. All right. And it, it is, it is now you have, they have a new King is James a, version too. Nowadays. They do have a new they King James new, version. Yeah. And that would throw them for a loop. Like, well, what about the new King James version? Yeah. Uh, 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 you know. Yeah. It's like, How's that They'd different probably from say now? no. Yeah, they probably <laughs> but would. But it would definitely cause them a question like, wait a second, it has the same words in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's still King Jimmy. I don't know. It's still it's it's good old Jimmy. King, it's King Jimmy's grandson. <laughs> Granddaughter translated that one. You know, it's, yeah, that's yeah. King James the second or something. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, um, here's, the, here's the situation. So tell me, am I right? King James Version, literal translation. Or is it thought for thought? It, no, or, it's, well, it's well, translation. I, it's translation. So, so, so there's in translating Bibles, there are there are different ways to translate. There is literal translation, um, word for word translation, which is literal. I think, That'd and then there's there's, but I think there is there's also something called thought for thought 
translation. Yeah, I think it would be like a prayer phrase. Well, thought for thought, is thought for thought, like, from what I understand, there are some versions that actually take every word and translate every word, Like, but then, every, then there are some translations that take a sentence at a time, right. which is a thought. And then there is just the paraphrase. This now, I'm not saying sure. that I know this. These are the things I've heard. Right, right. And, and I'm and I'm telling the, you the same thing. The, <laughs> I'm not for, necessarily. I'm not an expert on this stuff. But like, like for example, and this is the reason it's a, it's challenged to do that in the Greek. It's it's a completely different sentence structure. Yeah, they don't have to have, which is why some people don't like certain versions of the Bible. Right, exactly. But the but, NIV is, a, from what I hear, the NIV is a word for word translation. Okay, well, it might be, but what I'm saying is you, you can't just translate the words because if you translate the words, it won't sound right. That's right. Like I, I have a transliterated – not transliterated. Well, it, it, I have a translated Greek, a Greek New Testament, okay? Mm-hmm. And it actually does transfer translate each single word. Yeah. But if I read that sentence out to you, it would make zero sense. Which there are certain places in the, in the NIV – that kind of just are a little bit jumbled. Now they have taken that word for word translation and then made it into a modern day thought or modern day reworking and putting it in our structure. That's that's what I'm hearing. I, I don't right. know this for and sure. That might be the case. I just know that it would be it would it would they, they would have to to make the sentence make sense. Yes. Even in some sentences might not make sense. I mean the whole thing would not make sense right. if you just did word for word. What but so so they have to be able to make it into a sentence with a verb and a, you know and an, and an it, adjective and you know all those different things that are going on with but all I those think, different things. I think the word for word is 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 t- focusing on those key words. Where, sure. Whereas what and maybe what I've heard is like the the new living translate the new living translation NLT. is 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 a thought for thought meaning that you know they took they take a look at the words and it's not a paraphrase. It's very closely directly tied to the original thought and words and intent of the Bible. And so therefore it is a thought for thought translation. Whereas the living Bible was a paraphrased Bible, right? Which and is like the message And the message today is a paraphrase, which you right. know what the, 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 the authors of that translation, they looked at the original words, they looked at the original thought, but then they take that and they say, well, here's what it would be saying in today's culture or right. today's right. language, right. which is totally paraphrased. And it's not, so so there, there are some different translations out there. Sure. What is the translation that D.G. Hollams preaches from? Uh, I, I, I use them all. Do, OK. Do you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I really do. I mean, I read. So through you're them like and, Rick Warren, man. Oh, I, I read through them and I'm like, you know what? I, I'm going to I want to look at this one. I want to look at this one. And I'm going to say, OK. This is this is definitely the thought that when I do, <clears throat> I'm going to use a big word, exegetical work. Uh-huh. Exegesis is, is. Ex, to exegete is just to really get uh, get down and dirty with the text. And so you're you're translating every word if possible if you know if you know the Greek and the Hebrew, uh-huh. um, but you're also trying to work out you know what is it saying in in context here. Yes. And so I mean you're asking a bunch of detailed observations. Going okay. Well, why would they do this? Why is this word present progressive form of the verb, you know, or whatever else? And so you're you're just really getting down and dirty with that text, and then you can be able to come up with not come up with, but be able to do the best you can to be able to say, okay, I really think that the application for this should be this, right? Uh, which and then of course you would preach from that or something else like that. So so in the in the in the language that I've heard it and I understand it best is is when somebody uh, does an exegesis of the scripture or whatever it, it means that they actually look for the intended meaning within the context of where that story is told right. where the opposite of that is eisegesis 
and eisegesis are and, – and I used to be very bad at doing this. I would take something It's like, this is something I believe theologically. <laughs> and then I would do a keyword search for those – for right. any verse that had to do those. And if I found a verse that somewhat supported what my belief is, I would pull that one scripture out – Without, out of its context, out of its context right. and I would say, see, this Bible says wherever two or more are gathered in my name, there I am in their midst, and I'll give them anything their heart desires. Right. Well, that's exegesis. That's eisegesis. Right. Exactly. You know, it's like, see, it just says that as long as me and you are here, then God is here. Right. Well, the truth is God is everywhere. Sure. So, but I was using this, you know. It's and, like, and a perfect one for that one. That's actually great. I'm so glad you mentioned that one because the context that that one comes in is right before, if you have a problem with your brother, then you go see them. And if you, that doesn't work, then you grab someone else and bring them to, to and if you, if you, that doesn't work, then you bring them before the church, blah, blah, blah. That is the first time. And that's, that's one of the few times in the Bible. It's like step one, step two, step three, step four, yep. you know? And then right after that, it says, and really in context, what it should say is where two or more are gathered in conflict in uh-huh. my name, there I'm also there with them. Yep. Yep. Which is, you know, so much more rich and so much more beautiful and powerful, I think. Uh, but if you take it out yeah. of context, it's just, you, oh, well, this means the church because two people are gathered together. Exactly. <laughs> See that? And, and so that's the difference between eisegesis. Here, exactly. Here's another example of eisegesis versus exegesis. Um, and, and it's it's so far like it, this is meta here. Okay. Uh, here, here's the situation. Have you ever heard somebody use the quote, the uh, scripture? It says, resist the devil and he will flee. I have not, but I roll in United Methodist. We're like okay. liberal or something. All right. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, is that scripture is not in the Bible. Resist oh, yeah. Because, well, the thing is, is it's part of a scripture. Oh, okay. See, they forget the first part. It's like 22B. It's it's kind of like, it's like, and there's so, I, I feel so bad for people who are being, who are struggling oh, yeah. with evil and, and temptation in their life because they're taught all you need to do is just resist that temptation, resist that temptation. And sure. the Bible says if you resist it, it will go away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says, submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. See, nice. the whole idea is not just to resist temptation because you and of yourself don't have the, the ability to resist temptation. Sure. Submit yourself to the power and the glory of God and his will for your life and say, God, I want to see this situation from your perspective. Right. Show me your heart in this matter and give me the power to resist the devil so that I can, that, so that the devil will flee. Right. And, and if, see and that if he I has was no doing, chance. If here. I was doing exegetical work, if I was going to exegete that too, I would also be very interested in seeing if it was to a group of people that they were saying that to, or if it was to exactly. one individual, because I can almost guarantee you 90% of the time when it's tra- when we translate in English, the word you, uh-huh. it really should be y'all. Y'all. It's a pl- Plural form. Yep. It's a third person plural, and it, like for example, uh, your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Yep, it's he's talking sh- about a group of people. Yes, not a single individual person. Yes, but the West, we in the West, want to individualize everything. We're so consumeristic. We always, it's always me, me, me. We always take everything in the Bible to be just about me instead of about, oh my goodness, maybe it's actually the group of people that call themselves Christians or, you know, or something or the church or whatever else. And so, yeah, it's so very, very important to be able to do that. Now, going back to translations and stuff like yep. that, as far as which one I would, I, I would use, it really all depends on who I'm talking to, okay. to, to tell you the truth. Uh, I would use NLT, the New Living Translation, if I'm talking to somebody who has not been a Christian or who is not a Christian, uh, and if they were asking me a Bible what they should buy, I would t- probably be telling them the first Bible you should buy would probably be the NLT or the message. 
uh, just so you can get the gist of what's going on there, right. what's being said there. I don't completely agree with those things, but I don't completely agree with uh, – there's not one single translation I completely agree with. Right. Um, but if they were wanting to do more study stuff, um, like, like you know, decent study stuff, I'd probably say the NRSV – um, the translation because it just has a little bit more NRSV New Revised Standard Version. Yes. Okay. Good. Yes. Uh, okay. And and that's that's what I would kind of if they were just want to do more detailed stuff. But like for that woman that was at the Bible that, that was at the bookstore, uh-huh. man. The, I'm telling you, the Life Application series and yes. they come with different translations. In yes. There. It's great. It really yes. is good. It's good good stuff. Life Application Bible. Um, and and it, what it does is it basically gives you a bunch of footnotes at the bottom of every single you know page or text or whatever else, and it kind of gives you a gist on how hey here's a hint on how this could be applied to your life yes into the lives around you or to your community or whatever else and so it's that's amazing. A great Bible. In fact, that's the cool thing about the Life Application Study Bible is that thing comes in so many different translations. It does and you know what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to put a link in the show notes for episode 32 here of uh, about the church. Just go to G. ESPN.TV, and then where you see the list of shows, click on About the Church, and scroll to episode 32, and you will see a link, and I'm going to send you a link to the Life Application Study Bible on uh, Mardell.com, and if you want to buy a Life Application Study Bible, which I fully endorse, it is yeah, awesome, find, find, the, find the version of your liking and buy the Life Application Study Bible, and just be sure to put in GSPN in the shopping cart. And that gives you 10% off of that Bible and anything else you purchase there. Awesome. They're not sponsors of this podcast, but they're a sponsor that I believe in so wholeheartedly that I don't mind giving them additional exposure because I love Mardell.com. And honestly, uh, until we get our plus membership numbers up, they're really it's what's making the electric run here for it's, our it's recording. It's helping them out. That's right. So anyway, uh, but okay, so the you new person, never been, uh, you would go with the uh, New Living Translation, which I really love the New Living Translation. The message, I would say, I love Eugene Peterson, but from what I understand is Eugene Peterson is the one and only guy who took that entire Bible. And That's correct. And it's like the other ones, you get multitude of people working together and it goes sure. through. I, I'm personally, my own preference, my own suggestion, New Living Translation above the message. I like the message and I think it's a great additional resource, but I really like the fact that you know the the message translation is more of a paraphrase. It is a paraphrase. It, 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 <laughs> it's it, not more of it, it is. It is a paraphrase <laughs> of one person. Of one person, Which and so is not very good. I, I I completely agree with you. I mean, it really is just one of those things where if you if you just want to get the gist of it, then I would. And it really should be a supplemental understanding. It's not yes. a translation. And I agree with you. I mean, if I'm going to preach, I'm, I will not. I will never preach from the message. Uh, I might read it yes. as 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 on top of what we read for scripture, uh-huh. uh, just to give people a different idea or a unique way of a way you know of way of thinking about something like that. Because he does do a good job of of, of those things. But yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, it's it's not a translation. And I always specify that to everyone. I say this is not a translation. Right. This is a paraphrase, and it's a paraphrase from one individual. It's not a committee, not a group of people that came up with this. Yeah. It's one dude sitting down reading the Bible and then saying, okay, I think that I want to put it this way. And yep. you have, there's major questions that should be raised. I mean, flags should be flying everywhere. If you have one person who says, the Bible says to me, blah, 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 yep. blah, blah. 
And and I will I will question anybody and everybody. Yeah. I don't care what translation they're reading from. If some dude or some woman gets up there and says, "The Bible says this to me, and this is the way it is," I, I'm going to question them yeah. hardcore. Absolutely, that. and that's why I say, you know, I it, it it's great to see what he says. You know what I I have a I have a um, whole set of commentaries called um, uh, the Expositor's Bible. Have you heard of that? Yeah, I, I think so. I have I have the entire New Testament volume of it. I haven't ever got around to purchasing the Old Testament version of it uh, or volume, but it, it's really awesome because they take every single version of the Bible and they have tons of scholars who take every single verse of Scripture and they give you context. They give you arguments for one person's interpretation over the other. Sure. They they literally break this thing down. Yeah. And and I'll tell you what, it's it's so awesome to my understanding because I didn't go to seminary. Right. Sure. And and Thank you, McKenna. <laughs> okay. Thank you. So anyway, <laughs> Um, <laughs> life unscripted. Life unscripted. That's what it's all about here. So, but anyway, I do love that because I didn't go to seminary, and sure. so I don't know how to take the Greek lexicon and sure. and and to know about that. But what I do have are people who have that kind of training, and it's in it's the the expositor's Bible or the this huge. I'm talking about the 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 New Testament is broken into like um, I think it's like eight. Uh, big, huge, gigantic, thick books. Oh, volumes. Uh, yeah, yeah, volumes. Okay. Cool. And so uh, what's awesome is there are so many people who do know all that stuff, and it, and it's like it's like the life application on super ultra steroids. Right, right, you right. You know, it's, it's not like, you know, the life application Bible will take like a two or three paragraphs and give <laughs> you like a, a two or three paragraphs. Sure. There are some pages on in the Expositor's Bible where you have Two scripture or two verses at the top of the page. The entire rest of the page is all commentary right, on right. those two, sure, two verses. So I, so there is a lot of stuff out there. One of the things, have you? Are there any places that you go online that that you can find resources uh, that you are aware of that that would be good for people to see some of the different translations, see what they look at look like. Um, you know, I don't know if there's anything online that does a parallel thing. There, uh-huh. I'm, there, I'm sure there is. I can almost guarantee there probably is. I always just go to Bible Gateway. If, BibleGateway.com. Yes. If I'm just looking up scripture, and they have a different, a, a lot of translations you can look through. But as far as putting up, up side by side, yeah. I don't know if there's anything like that what, online. There probably is. Well, I, I tell you, I would go to, uh, I, I use Bible Gateway all the time. Oh, I yeah, love yeah. Bible Gateway. It's just BibleGateway.com. Yeah. Uh, and it is it is awesome. They have tons of versions of mm-hmm. and, and translations of the Bible out there that you can choose from, and I think even many different languages. I think so too. Yeah. I'm almost positive. Uh, not that I need to worry about it since I'm so monolingual anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, but I would encourage somebody to go out and go to BibleGateway.com and do a search for a scripture reference, and then pull it up in the King James Version, pull it up in the NIV, pull it up in the New Living Translation, pull it up in the NASB, which is the New American Standard If they version. have all those, yeah. yeah, Which which they do. I, okay. I, everything I've mentioned so far, I know they have. Okay, okay, cool. And plus, they have some other ones. Um, but let's think of, between you and I, what is a good scripture reference, maybe that would be a good place to go and say, go and see what it says, how it reads this portion of scripture. What would you think would be a good scripture to go and, and read? This is when I need my wife. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I would, for me, I would do Hebrews 9, or is it Hebrews 3, 9 through 12? Let me look. 
Yeah, I have no idea. I I was, you know, I was trying to think about. So I'm doing a I'm doing a, a study right now. Our discussion series at the waters for the called called Good, Bad, and Ugly, uh-huh. and we're doing the seven churches in Revelation. And so <laughs> that's the only thing that's on my brain right now is is Pergamum. Actually, <laughs> that's what I'm working on right now. So all right, I am looking for the book of Hebrews here. Is it's Romans. Galatians, where is Hebrews at? Did it did it pull out? Here we go. Hebrews. <laughs> All right. Three, nine through twelve. This is the one of the only scripture references I have uh memorized, but I sometimes forget where it's at. Hebrews three uh twelve through fourteen. It's uh and let's see if I still remember this. Tell me tell me if I get this right, because it's like I'm not showing off here. I just want to see if I remember. Okay. See to it, brothers, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God, but encourage one another daily as long as it is called today. We have come together to share in Christ if we hold firmly till the end the confidence we have at first. Yeah, you only missed uh it's called today so that none of you may be hardened uh, by sin's deceitfulness. Yes, yes. So, so you did you did phenomenal. You did better than I would. But anyway, <laughs> th- this is th- of course anybody who knows me online like in a in a um like in Skype or instant messaging, mm-hmm. I always do uh Cliff EOTC, which is encouraging others through Christ. Oh, okay, okay. And that's where this came from. Uh so anyway, I would say I would say go and and find Hebrews 3:12 through 14. Yeah. Because that is sure. a clear command that says, you know, hey, be, be careful. In, get together with other believers. Encourage one another. Spur one another on. Whatever it says, whatever language, and see which one of those actually just really speak to your understanding of what the point is there. Sure. And find a version and, and go with it. Yeah. And, and I would, you know, I, of course, I would always, anytime anyone's ever reading the Bible, in in, in my opinion, I would really encourage anyone and everyone to to be able to do it in community. Yes. And also to, it's okay to ask questions. All the time. It's okay to be able to say, why in the world does it say that? What purpose is that? And and the more questions, I believe, the better better, uh, understanding you're going to get from that text. Because there's nothing to hide there. Christ is one of the few religions in the entire world that says, challenge me, you know? Test this, test this spirit. I want you. I want you to test this and see yep. if this is right or wrong. Matter of fact, I'm sure maybe this will come up in a future episode of about the church. But one of the big things that that I just one of the things that I always question, and and I question even I even question God on, and and I'm going to tell you, I think it's okay to question God. There's a lot of examples oh, yeah. in the Bible of people who question God. Definitely, you know, and and sometimes God will sit there and put you in your face and put you in your place and say, who are you to question me? Sure, yeah. But, but anyway, God's, God's a big God and, and his feelings don't get hurt that bad. And, uh, he, he knows the, he knows the, the place where you are and the motivation of your heart. But one of the things I just don't understand is this whole thing of, okay, Abraham is this example of our faith, you know? And, but I just cannot understand the whole test of asking Abraham to literally, you know, slice his son's throat or kill yeah. him—that that just right. blows me away. And my kids have just walked in, so let me ask them what they need. What you need? Can you explain what you need? We're looking for my iPod. Okay, uh, I don't have it here. I know. Okay, so can you close the door for me? And we're back. <laughs> All right, I had to pause there for just a second. What was I saying? 
You're talking about the the one question oh, you have of God was Abraham, Abraham. and I, Abraham I, and Isaac putting Isaac up on the yeah, altar. Putting I I mean it's like hello God because um, I I hear about people in the psych wards all the time. It's like God told me to do it. You know, it's like oh, yeah. I'm sorry, but I believe in God. I believe I believe that story wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. I my faith is in that story. I I believe that story happened exactly as it is. But even today, if somebody comes to me and says God told me to put my son up on an halter and slice his head off. Right. I'm like, dude, no. <laughs> the fact that I say, dude, no. Right. Does that say that I don't have faith in God? Sure. It's just, it puts me in a place where it's like, whoa. And I understand, I understand the principles. I understand the values. I understand the foreshadowing of God placing his own son up on the altar. Mm-hmm. I understand all of that. But whoa, dude. Yeah, the, yeah. That one just rocks my world a little bit. Hmm. That's a good one. <laughs> I don't I mean I don't I'm not going to give you any answers no, on no, that. One. No. You know, I think I think you need to wrestle with that one. Yeah. I, yeah, well, I, mean, I, I had to wrestle with that too. And you know, one of my one of my major issues especially when it's in seminary and I think it'll always be kind of touched upon throughout the rest of my life is just if if God is this almighty, all-knowing, omniscient, you know, kind of God, uh, then why does it look like his mind gets changed uh, in scripture? Yeah, and it looks like it often like it, with uh, Cain and or not with Cain, but uh, with Lot. Yeah, Lot, and you know, just I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. Which Abraham of saying, course, there's well, some if people there's, that don't if there's, understand what if we're talking about. If there's five but, good people in that town, yes. Will you will you say well, if there's two good people? You know, and he just keeps on going down and down. Oh, okay, but um, you know, and it's just or Jonah. He goes and Jonah delivers. It was supposed to deliver a message, but God decided not to wipe them out because they. They finally did repent. Or, right, right. Like, exactly. He's the same today. Yesterday, I I actually said this. I, I lead a, a home team Bible study group in our in our home now, um, and and they, people were really shocked that I said this. And I sit there. It's like, is God really the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow? Because I'm sorry, but and I and I say and I say this with all respect to God and all fear. Please don't strike me down. But sometimes I wonder if God is a little schizophrenic. <laughs> And and trust me, I, I I have all respect for God, but I it just blows me away because I read the Old Testament and I hear God telling was it Saul to go and completely annihilate an entire village of people, sure, yeah. and do not spare anyone's life, including the children. Right. I'm like, this does this is not. I'm sorry. Th- this is one of those things where it's like, okay, I believe in God. I believe all this is true. But this is one area of my life that I'm just going to have to lean on faith and not my own understanding because this does not seem anything like the God of the New Testament, the God that I believe in, the God that I trust. And and even furthermore, another thing that just really rocks my world, yeah. Ananias and Sapphira. Yeah. not What's up with that? Himself, yeah. It's like, dude, all the guy did was lie about how much he gave. Did you, did you really, did you all, I mean, and for those of you, I really hate that we're saying all these different stories and there are people that don't, that are not familiar with all these stories in the Bible, but right, we, well, but you just gave them a link to give them a discount and they can be able to buy it and go read it. <laughs> there you go. Or you go online and read it free. You exactly. Know? Exactly. Biblegateway.com. You look can, up you these can look names. up words and names there too. It's not just only scriptures that you, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but anyway, Ananias and Sapphira, there's this story where people in the New Testament church were, were basically doing everything like crazy just to support the entire community. And people would sell their homes or sell their land and give the money to the church so that nobody was in need. And in this 
story, Ananias and Sapphira, they had some land and they went and sold it. But uh, they decided amongst themselves, I guess, to hold back some of the money and and to bring the rest of it to the church, which I, which I think God would have been totally okay with. I honestly do if they would have just said so. But instead, they decided to tell the church or to tell the leaders that, that this is the entire amount that we brought in right, and right. kept some for themselves. But God sit there and struck them. <laughs> like boom, you're dead, and then all of a sudden, and and get this, not a. I, I want to know where the Christian love is for not telling Sapphira. Which one was Sapphira? I think Sapphira is the girl, right? Yes. I, where's the Christian love for this woman? Somebody should have said, "Hey, just so you know, your husband just, <laughs> just died for lying." But no, what do they do? They set her up. It's like so, Sapphira. We just need to ask you a little question. Is this really the money? Is exactly, this really yeah. all the money? And it's like they, start, I they so set her up. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah was, and was, and boom, it's like <laughs> the the feet that ju- feet and the men who just carried your hu- de- husband's dead body out is now coming here to take yours. Boom, she's dead. Exactly. Yeah. Where's the grace in that? Yeah, yeah. Where is the grace for Ananias and Sapphira? And why are we extended grace and they weren't? Right. Yeah, and I, I think that, you know, and, and of course, I mean, and that's and that's the thing is, is that's why we should be reading this this book in community, so we can be able to have different people say, well, maybe this or maybe that or, or well, you know what, dude, they were just screwed, you know, <laughs> or something. Maybe that is the case. I don't know, but I, you know, my my first thought in a lot of cases, um, and it's just not a cop out, although it sounds like it's a cop out. I really understand it sounds like a cop out, mm-hmm. but this is honestly, you know, it's one of those faith things. So I'm just going to take this by faith, but it's very clear to me that there is something worse than death. Yeah, <laughs> from this world. Yes, and and I and I think that it's there is a there is a second death, and that's a death of faith understanding. Like this is a faith death kind of thing, and um, and 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 that's and that's the one that that you know who's to say that God didn't show them grace after. We right, right. We noticed that they were gone out of this world or whatever else. Yeah, and I still think that grace is going to go beyond death. Yes, <laughs> I believe that. Uh, but anyway, I mean, that's just and, they, and it seems like a cop, but it really does seem like no, a cop. No, it it does. To me, it does seem like and, a cop. And you know what? And these are the, the thing is, it it's so weird because what's what I love about the fact that you're here is because. You, you don't seem like completely bothered by the fact that I ask those questions or I use the word God and schizophrenic in the same sentence no. because there's there are some people probably literally just like, dude, Cliff's going to hell, you know, cause, yeah, sure. But the thing is, these are real questions. And and you know what? I as a Christian still have questions. Right, sure. I totally have a relationship with God. Right. I wholeheartedly believe in him. I totally screw up a lot of the time. <laughs> and God extends grace to me more than what appears to have been extended to Ananias and Sapphira. I don't know. <laughs> right, right. But right. I am limited in my understanding. Sure. I am I, I am not God. I I understand that and the best thing I can do is say, "You know what? There are some things that I tell my children, you do not do this." Right. This this is something you do not do. And in their mind there is absolutely no logical reason why I would suggest that they should not do that. Right. But in my mind, I know what's going to happen as a result of that. Sure, yeah. And it's like they just have no clue, no understanding. But maybe one day when they get older, they'll understand that the reason dad didn't want me to touch that glowing red coil on top of the stove is because it would have fried the skin off of my hand. Right, right. 
you know, and, and they'll learn that later in life. But back yeah. then it was just cool. And it's like, dad just doesn't want me to have fun. Yeah. That looks so cool. Let me touch. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, and, yeah, exactly. like, and so that's what I'm thinking is that there, there are just some things that we're just not seeing it from God's perspective and we just right. can't understand. And I don't. And, and you know what? The only thing is we and, and I can say that with Ananias and Sapphira, we only get a little that portion of the story. Exactly. Yeah. We don't know what's been going on. Maybe they had a big, huge issue leading up to that. Right. Maybe they asked. Asked God, say, by God, I swear that this is it. And, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. know, and it's like, and if I'm lying, let God strike me dead here. <laughs> and you know, we don't, we don't know the whole story. Yeah, exactly. And there, there wasn't, uh, there are no four different gospels that come with four different eyes of that scene. I mean, we're just getting this one that yeah. was written. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I agree to you. I, I agree with you that that's definitely a, a challenge. So, <laughs> so there, so the, just so you guys know out there in, in, in the non-Christian realm of things, we Christians still struggle with a lot of things. We don't have all the answers. Right. I haven't met a Christian that has all, I've met a couple of Christians that think they have all the answers. Oh yeah. I've, I've met a couple of those. One of the big questions, you know, everybody asks, and a new quote I heard recently, you might have seen it on Twitter. Uh, big question is, um, you know, a lot of people always ask the question, why do bad things happen to good people? Problem of evil, yeah. Yeah, but but, but <laughs> how about this one? Why do Christians happen to good people? <laughs> and it's not that people hate christian or it's not that people hate jesus it's that it's it's they just hate the christians that they've come in contact with right exactly and and i think that's there's a, there's a book i was really wanting to buy um doug pageant wrote a book um called a christianity worth believing in and it just came out like today or yesterday and i can't find it anywhere but uh but he actually talks about look at mardell.com see if it's i there. should i should uh, but you know it's it's just one of those things where he said that, that sometimes Christianity is not necessarily the issue. The issue really is the social stuff that's been shoved into their brains, into and I say there, everybody's brains, about this is what Christianity is. Yeah. And because, honestly, if I'm going to see someone being able to express Hinduism, I will judge Hinduism by who's expressing it to exactly. me. Exactly. And, and that's the way it's going to happen. And when you have a whole bunch of Christians that are so adamant that they would butt out their brother to, to point out a different translation to a woman. Yep. Uh, it's just it's just crazy and ridiculous how humanity can get mixed into something that is beautiful and is good and screw it all over the place, uh, screw it up, because the, the humanity gets involved and they, they lose the fact of, and they forget the different parts of Scripture that talk about, hey, love should be the center, should be the center focus. Absolutely. Period. Absolutely. You know, God is love. If you're going to explain to somebody what your relationship with God is, guess what it better be centered around? <laughs> exactly. And if you want to be a, if you want to call yourself a Christian, then the one thing you should be known for out of everything, out of all the characteristics, it's not you got a cool home theater, it's not that you have a podcast, it's not that you got an awesome wife, it's that you love people. Yep. And 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 that is what that's what should be known as Christianity, but in reality, um People have screwed that up. <laughs> People screw that up too often. And I and screw that up sometimes. I, and, no, and you know I mean, what? I do too. I mean, all, we're, we're all bad at relationships and we are, we all are a little bit uh, dysfunctional dysfunctional yeah. in the way that we handle things. It's a, it's a part of the fall. Definitely. The fall. We'll, we'll talk about that in the future episode. Oh, yeah. So anyway, folks, uh, thank you for listening once again. DG, I am so glad you're here, man. I'm glad to be here. It's a lot of fun. I, and one of these podcasts will actually finish up and I'll tell you like where I went to seminary and everything else like that. We'll do that, man. <laughs> we'll 
of course, uh, it, it seems that you and I both like to talk, so this is good. Uh, we're both high energy people, very yeah, passionate, and sure. so this is this is good stuff. We're very much interested in uh, hearing back from our listeners. If you have a question or a comment, you like how I said that question or a comment, you can send in an email to feedback at gspn tv. And of course, we would love it if you would just take the time to pick up that phone, dial area code 859-795-4067. In fact, if you want to just go ahead and pull out your cell phone, get into your contact list, go ahead and back this up one more time and just dial in and punch in gspn.tv on the speed dial, 859-795-4067. Four zero six seven, and just call us night or day. Maybe you're out. You got that Bible. Maybe you just opened it up for the very first time, and you're like, "Dude, what is this saying?" <laughs> we would love to hear from you. I mean, seriously, uh, you think we're a bunch of heretics, and 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 we're you're, we're gonna go to hell because we are a little bit more. I mean, I think you said the word pissed in the very first episode yeah. you were in, so yeah. I think that might offend some people. So if you're offended. <laughs> Go ahead and email us. I mean, <laughs> no, and, and honestly, I mean, I would, it's 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 so much better to be able to allow the rest of the listeners to hear what you're saying with a phone call than us just reading it for you. Yeah. And I've always said that letters just don't cut it when you're trying to convey something that's very important to you. Yeah. It's really impossible, and it gets misconstrued all over the place, and we have to try to guess on what you're really trying to say. But if you actually called us, we could actually hear where you're putting emphasis. The, in, the and, inflection of the voice means exactly, so much. Exactly. So I, would, I want to encourage people to be able to call in. Uh, not only is it good for radio, but it's just really good to help us know exactly what you're trying to ask us or want, what statement you want to say to us. Exactly. Hey, and <clears throat> excuse me, if you do happen to enjoy what we're doing here and you want to support uh, this kind of programming, of course, we could ask you to go to gspn.tv slash plus. It really is the gspn.tv plus membership. The people who are, are, are paying to be a part of a plus membership here that allow me to definitely make this and all the other content that brings actually listeners to this show uh, possible. And so uh, you can learn more about plus membership over at gspn.tv slash plus. DG, we'll be back next week. Sounds great. Thank Sounds you guys awesome. for listening. We're looking forward to doing this on a regular basis, and I hope you'll come back and join us. And tell somebody else about us. That'd be great. Blessings. Blessings.